Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Kevin Roy. Kevin, you are the CEO of Green Banana SEO, found on the web at greenbananaseo.com. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. 15 years in business, 50, over 15 years in business. Congratulations on your longevity. That thank is you. saying something for an SEO firm. Yeah, it's um, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> what has, why have you been able to continue and thrive and grow uh, when maybe others have not? So I, I, I think it's, it's almost two, it's two things. It's, uh, or I would say three, it's number one is relationships. So forming relationships with our um, clients. Um, uh, number two would be um, transparency. So we're really transparent about what we do. And then the third is referrals. So um, we have just started to drink our own Kool-Aid. Uh, and and apply SEO to our site almost as early as six months ago. The rest of it has been referral business and we're helping people succeed and we're being transparent about everything we do. And next thing you know, you're getting a call and then another call and another call. And I think that's what's, you know, that's what's helped us grow. And also staying, you know, staying current with all of the SEO updates and what what changes. So I'm continuously learning um, uh, the newest and greatest tricks and uh, things that are rank factors to get people ranked and applying them. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of folks have had experiences with kind of more very transactional service providers, maybe a higher freelancer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you, you had mentioned that um, relationship is pretty key. Um, can you break that down? Like, what does that mean? So, uh, so part of it is when you're in the digital space, people are hiring us because they don't understand what we do and how we do it. Mm-hmm. So when, when, um, when someone starts at, at Green Banana, especially if they come from another agency, the first thing that I say to them is that if you're really, really good at this job, you can sell reporting for a couple months, but you can sell leads forever, right? So it's really important to talk with a client and say, um, hey, I, I, rather than hitting them with this is the click-through rate and this is what latent semantic indexing is and we're going to do all these you know funnel pages to this site they typically have no idea what you're talking about and a lot of them come because they've been burned by another agency but they so they already have their guard up so it's really about hey what do you need to do to be successful and how can we help you and how can we explain to you what we're doing enough so it makes sense that you're comfortable um with us and uh, let's say that uh, one of our larger clients, we're running a big Google AdWords campaign with even, you know, we, we do more than just SEO. 
And part of our weekly calls are with their sales team. So when leads come in, we're asking them specifically, hey, when we're running a campaign for you and we're seeing these leads come in, we can't tell if it's a great lead or a crappy lead. Um, we need you to help us get more information. And so they'll come in and say, these leads were great. These leads were terrible. Well, why were they terrible? And what can you tell us about that? What that does is helps them trust you a little bit, but it also helps our team learn even more about the business. So we have like fintech clients and biotech clients and chiropractors and defense clients. And our job is to learn from them as much as they're learning from us. And that kind of the, the whole ends up being greater than some of its parts. And the one constant between successful campaigns at Green Banana and campaigns that just wither on the vine are the ones where the clients are participating and sharing with you um, as much about their business yeah. and trying to understand what we're doing and how to make them successful. So that, yeah. then that builds relationships. Yeah, right. So it's more, you know, kind of a holistic alignment with what their actual goals are. You know, my background in, in PR, I mean, that was the mark of a decent PR firm versus an amateur one. Amateur mm -hmm. one is just going to sling placements like and they're, they, right. they're, they couldn't care less what happens after they get that placement, as opposed to it sounds like, you know, you're tapped in a little bit more to well, what are your actual goals? Right, um, rather right. than, well, we got you this ranking. Cool. Am I making any money with it? Not that I can see, not that I know, like, it's going to be hard to keep that client on the books. If they're not meeting their goals, um, they might True. have some good vanity metrics or something like that, but it's not going to do anything to drive sales. Right. And a lot of those people, a lot of the people that you're working with are not the head of the company. So they have to talk up about what's going on in marketing. So they're going to, they might, if you arm them with enough information um, and you focus on their goals, their boss is going to come down and say, what are we spending all this money for in, in advertising? And they're going to be able to come in and say, well, this is how much we spent. This is how many of our goals that we hit. It's going to be really hard for them to say, well, our impression share increased significantly in the, you know, in our market region and we have a higher click-through rate. The, the, it's it's hard to sell that. It's hard for them to sell that to their superiors. Yeah. Um, so Kevin, you're um, you know, obviously you know you've seen trends you know over the past fifteen years. What is Google really liking today? So, one of the things I tell people is that if you understand the principles, the core principles of SEO, and there's two of them, then the methods will all make sense. So there are two core principles. One is usability. And two is relevance. And um, the reason that they're important is that Google wants people to continue to use Google. So the usability piece is, it, it'll all make sense when I tell you. So you do a Google search, you go to a website and it doesn't work on mobile. You get frustrated and then you leave. You go to a website um, after a Google search and it takes, you know, 17 seconds to load before you can interact. You get frustrated and you leave. You go to a website and, and it's not relevant to the keyword that you typed in. You get frustrated and you leave. Or you get a virus, you get frustrated and you leave. So Google's going to ding you for the, those things. Um, but SEO aside, you should have a site that loads fast. You should have a site that works on mobile. You should have a site that's secure. So you, you check off all those boxes, you're in good shape. That's the usability piece. The relevance piece is Google's job is to return the most relevant page 
not keyword phrase. I mean, not website, but page for the keyword phrase that you type in. So if you Google the word basketball, more yeah. often than not, the, the Wikipedia outranks the NBA because that page is just about basketball. Yeah. Right. And it's got other, other, like they have content about scoring. Uh, they have something probably about LeBron James or Michael Jordan. They've got uh, when basketball was originated. And then there's all these other links in that page that go and support that relevance. So th those, those are the things that Google is always focusing on. So if you are talking about, um, let's say chat GPT, right? Can you write content to help with SEO? You can help it to structure something with content, but the content has to be relevant to that. Um, there's no, the, the big secret to ranking in SEO is there's no secret. You have to create relevance. You have to be the most important page for the keyword phrase that you're typing in and your website has to, has to work. Um, so all these other things that, that I hear, um, like, uh, are, are gimmicks for SEO. If they don't align with one of those principles, then it's usually junk. Like I heard the other day, uh, uh, a client called and said, I need to, um, I need to register for voice search. I'm like, what do you mean you need to register for voice search? Well, someone's going to, you know, if you can't do it, I'm going to pay someone else to do it. I'm like you don't need to pay me or them to do that. So just think about when Alexa comes out and you say, Alexa, where's the closest pizza shop to my house? Do you think Alexa is only going to return the people that have registered for voice search when that first came out? No, it's going to no. go look at Google Maps and say, yeah. all right, I know your proximity. I understand pizza. You're two and a half miles away from this pizza place. That's what they're doing. So the registration doesn't make sense. It doesn't align with use. It doesn't align with relevance. It doesn't align with usability. So it's, it's just a gimmick. Uh, I how are you seeing, or like, if you were to look in your crystal ball, how is AI going to uh, ultimately um, impact SEO and people getting search results? It's it's an exciting what's happening, but I'm pretty uncertain it's, what the future looks like. <laughs> so am, so am I to tell you the truth. I think that um, I think that that good SEOs are going to use it to their advantage, and they should be smart enough to know that they're not going to cut and paste some something from ChatGPT yeah. and, and uh, or a you know AI or Zimwriter or any of these things and and put it into their their page. I think what um, what I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around is how is Google going to process the amount of content that's being pumped out on a, I know on a, on a second by second basis. If you and I can write 1500 words in two and a half seconds, and it takes another five minutes to put it on a web page and a minute to hit publish, right? Think about that. So I, I think that Google is going to Google and Bing or who or the search engines are really going to have a hard time processing all this information and all this data that's pumping out. Um, and then the other side, I think people that are savvy are going to go right to to chat rather than a Google search. So it's going to start taking away some market share um, uh, because it can answer a question faster. Um, but it's also the data is two years behind. So there's a little bit of uh, um, that's I'm sure that's going to catch up. Um, so the answer is I don't know the answer, but I think that if you're in this industry, and you're not paying attention to it, you, you should.
Yeah. Um, you know, certainly from a content perspective, I mean, it's been brilliant for us uh, to at least get blinking cursor out of the way. Right. right. And so um, and, and and that would be my biggest criticism of chat GPT content. It's just it just doesn't there's not there's no human stories in it. The, the no. example, like it's just it's dry. It's very, very dry. It's, and it's predictive. So you can tell. Yeah. Um, there's a there's another there's a myth out there that there's code inside of a, a chat output that Google can see. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a complete myth because you can take it and stick it in a in a Word doc and then stick it in a, in a Google sheet and then pop it. You know, it's you can move it from place to place. So there's no code in there. But I think what what chat does not so well and what Google can see is the predictive nature of of the story. So um you know i i i like long walks on the beach at it's going to be like night every single time right what you should be saying is like i like long walks on the beach with a beer in my hand and you know uh sandy flip-flops right something like that so yeah. that you you have to go in and look at all that predictive stuff and go change that that's why it's dry it doesn't understand everything as much as these there are super cool prompts that you can do to make it a little bit more human, but it's still predictive. Yeah. Um, a lot of folks uh, that listen to this program, um, they serve clients, um, you know, in addition to, you know, offering frontline services through Green Banana, you have a partner program. Did, can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, we we have a program where we have other agencies, like uh, creative agencies that are super, super good at branding. Like no one hires us to do branding. Um, and um, they need, they don't have the technical chops. So we're like executioners. So if mm -hmm. someone is running a campaign for someone and they don't know Google ads really well, I mean, we do, um, we manage about $800,000 a month in just Google AdWords. So we, we do a lot of Google ad campaigns. We do a lot of Facebook campaigns. We execute. Um, people typically don't call us to say, I need a beautiful brand position. People call us to say, I've built my client this beautiful brand position. I need to get it out there. I need to market at these events or I need to get them leads. So that's what they hire us to do. Yeah. And then to our friends that are listening and they're like, man, I can identify when they've, you know, when they, maybe they've had like a not great experience with an SEO professional. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what would, you know, let's say they came across this podcast because they're doing some research on Green Banana and now they've listened to our conversation. Uh, what's kind of that next step that they can kind of learn what engagement might look like and maybe help set, kind of co-create some goals together potentially? So th that's a great question. I think the first thing that you should, that they should look at is do they need SEO? So Google what, if Google what you do, what you sell, if you're local, what you do and where you do it. Right, like you know, sneaker shop in or you know, pizza in. Um, if you're ranking really well, you might not need SEO. So I've had people call me and say, I got this really nasty report from an you know online, and it's got a lot of red lines and bad graphs and things in there, and I, I need to fire our SEO agency. And then I go and Google everything I can possibly think of, and they're ranking in the top three. I'm like, well, you might not be happy with the interactions you're having with your SEO agency, but they're doing a great job, right? So. If you're ranking for, because the only reason you need SEO is to bring relevant traffic to your website. Mm -hmm. So if you're ranking for all the keyword phrases that matter, you don't need SEO. If you're not, then you need SEO. 
if you're not sure what keyword phrases are going to produce the best results, you can try a Google AdWords campaign because I can get you on page one in 48 hours with a Google Ads campaign and you can find out if that's generating leads. Um, you know, or or you can go look at your competitors and see what they're ranking for. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Roy, again, your website, Green Banana SEO, your CEO and co-founder. Uh, is there anything that, uh, like, what should folks click on or when they go to the website, what should they look for? Uh, so they can just go to the homepage and hit contact if they're looking for us. Um, uh, you can fill something out. And if you have a question for me, the, the team will route it to me and I'm more than happy to to help. We don't charge for um recon and proposals if someone's stuck you know um we, we're happy to help yeah that's, excellent that's what kind of makes this fun yeah and hopefully hopefully you're comfortable with gigantic gorillas because you're going to see a 900 pound gorilla right on the front <laughs> there, there, you go, there you go yeah i know love it yeah. awesome again kevin roy thank you so much for joining us green banana seo.com thanks yeah. kevin thanks so much Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.